This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's shaping up to be the defining battle of this session of Parliament, and it has the potential to carry over into the next election campaign. The Liberals' plan to shut down tax benefits for business owners is set to dominate the agenda. The Liberals are framing it as a way to make the wealthy pay their fair share. The Conservatives say it actually targets small businesses who take on risk and employ people and who do that without the protection of things like benefits and pensions. The Conservatives are backing up their position with a national advertising campaign. And they say it's not just the financial impact of the proposed changes on businesses that are incorporated, but the fact that these businesses and these people are being portrayed as tax shirkers who take advantage of loopholes. So how do you see it? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, let's go to the Conservative Shadow Minister of Finance, Pierre Polievre. Hi. Good to be with you. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, so um, how do you see this campaign shaping up? First, one clarification. The government is not taking away tax benefits for Canadians. It is actually imposing higher taxes and sterner penalties on local businesses and family farmers than exist on any other class of taxpayers. Let me give you one example. Sure. Right now, if a big Fortune 500 Bay Street company puts money cash aside in passive savings, they pay 55% on the resulting income. If the corner store puts aside some cash, it will pay 50%, 55% tax on the resulting interest. So right now, everyone is equal. What Justin Trudeau is proposing is to raise taxes on the corner store to 73%. So its passive investments income would be, tar- would be taxed at a rate of 73%. But guess what? Mm-hmm. The company on Bay Street will not face any tax increase at all because it is a publicly traded company. In other words, these tax increases are only targeted at smaller private companies, not the big public uh, ones that trade on the New York Stock Exchange or the Toronto Stock Exchange. So this is not actually going after wealthy people. It's going after the small business, the local pizza shop, dry cleaner, and corner store, uh, the very people who build up our communities, rather than the the very rich uh, millionaires and billionaires on Bay Street. I I just want to clarify something, because my understanding is this so-called passive income, which a lot of business owners say, you know, that's my cushion um, against something bad that happens, or for a doctor who wants to take mat leave, or uh, savings for a pension, that until they're taken out, they are taxed at the corporate rate, which is low, lower. 
than 55%. Yes, but when they're taken out, the remaining tax is paid and the person's, uh, and the small business owner pays the same marginal tax rate on both the principal and the interest earned as every other taxpayer. That's right. But but um, my understanding, the argument saying that this is unfair is that it allows business owners to defer those taxes until they take it out. But they still pay it in the end, so why yeah. should it matter? Well, um, that is a very good question to, to me. That is, that is the question, uh, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't uh, call it a benefit. In fact, look, uh, th- th- that, that is how it works for large public companies, and that ain't changing. Uh-huh. So, well, I example, mean, I'm calling a it a multinational uh, yeah. company operating in Canada puts money in a passive investment. They can they, they defer a share of their um, uh, initial tax, and when it comes out, it's the rest of it is is taxed. That's the arrangement that the big billionaire companies in on Bay Street have right now. Why is it that that Justin Trudeau? Are, is taking away, you know, raising taxes and applying higher tax rates on smaller private businesses than are are paid by large public ones. Right. It's it's everybody that's incorporated. But I guess the argument is that it costs the tax system a lot because they are allowed to save at a lower tax rate until they take it out, and it's more than other people have with an RRSP. I mean, that's, I'm just... Uh, but, but that, that yeah. too, is inaccurate, mm-hmm. because an RRSP is 100% tax-deferred. Everything you put in is in pre-tax money, and all the capital gains, dividends, and interest earned in the meantime is also tax-free until withdrawn. In the case of a small business, when they, 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 their um, income is first taxed at a rate of 15%, so they can, they can invest the remaining 85 But when that, uh, and, and year after year, they pay 50% tax on any interest or dividends earned in the same year they are earned. Um, and so, yes, there is a very small case to be made that small businesses can defer a, a, a tiny share of their income but it's nowhere near the generous tax deferral that exists in an RRSP for the average Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, the other, I, I mean, I'm calling these benefits because I, I want to avoid calling them loopholes because people resent that, right? Um, they're, they're neither benefits nor loopholes. Okay, exactly. Um, and um, what have you heard, before we get to the other measures that they want to bring in, from your constituents and others about the way that they're being portrayed in this campaign? Well, I think they, uh, the farmers resent being called tax cheats. Um, the uh, local corner stores resent uh, being accused of uh, somehow avoiding paying their share, fair share. Uh, it is a very unfortunate characterization. Uh, and a very ignorant one. I mean, Justin Trudeau has called um, these, you know, the owner of the local pizza shop, uh, from my riding, a, uh, a wealthy folk. Um, and he's not. He's a working class, middle class, small business owner who's trying to save a little bit of money within his company to eventually pay for his daughter's uh, education for any sick leave he may one day require, and perhaps whatever's left he can retire on. Um, he's using the same. He's following the same rules that big public corporations uh, play by, and will continue to have at their benefit even after uh, these changes go ahead. Uh, and yet, Justin Trudeau has singled him out for 
new and higher taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to get out of the way uh, the the question of the other measures. So the other measure, one of them is is uh, an end to income sprinkling. So uh, they businesses, these corporations, will no longer be able to assign income to family members who are not actually working in the business. And uh, they also won't be able to take advantage of a provision that allows them to convert some kinds of interest to uh, income, sorry, to capital gains, which is taxed at a lower rate. Uh, what do you make of those provisions? Again, I think the government has mischaracterized them. Um, the uh, the reality is that family businesses uh, are a team effort. Everyone chips in. The teenage daughter uh, might do an hour and a half ship shift at the as a cashier uh, before she heads off to her soccer practice. The son might do uh, some random errands for the business on his way home from uh, college. Um, the the wife uh, might be the bookkeeper, and of course, everyone takes a massive financial risk when the house is mortgaged to to start up the business in the first place. So obviously, if it's shared risk and shared work, there should be shared reward. What the Liberals are proposing is that there will be a reasonableness test interpreted and enforced by CRA bureaucrats to determine who gets paid what. Uh, now, my, the worry on the farm, for example, is how are they going to how are they going to measure this? Um, you know, what is it worth uh, when the the father is away delivering grain to the grain elevator? Um, 100 kilometers from home, and at four in the morning, the the, the 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 spouse has to get out of bed because the generator in the um, the milking pow- pow- parlor has broken down. Is she supposed to record that and and put a, a journal entry so that when CRA comes and knocks on her door and says she's being paid too much, uh, she can she can defend herself? Uh, are they going to have government bureaucrats on the farm uh, doing inspections to figure out who's doing how much work, uh, and how much is all this going to cost? Uh, he claimed Trudeau claims it's going to raise two hundred and fifty million dollars. This so-called income sprinkling measure is it going to cost more than two hundred and fifty million dollars to administer all of these complex rules? And if so, what is the purported public benefit? Um, so, sorry, is it two hundred and fifty just for income sprinkling, or Correct. for all three things? Correct. No, just for income spr- sprinkling. In fact, the, as much coverage as this highly visual image of sprinkling has got, it's a very minuscule portion of the overall tax plan. Um, the economists estimate that the, the new 73% tax on passive income held within a, a small business will raise $3 billion, so 10 times more. Um, and uh, I think this, this sprinkling issue is being amplified in order to create a phony image in the minds of the, of the public. Uh, when in reality it is a very small portion of the overall proposal. And uh, the um, the passive income, I believe, and please confirm that that the finance minister has said it's it's not going to affect anything you already have there. It's just going forward. What I'd like to know is what does going forward mean to him? Does it mean that it will the tax will only apply on future income of existing? capital, or will it only apply on future income on future capital? There's a very big distinction. There are Canadians, uh, small businesses already have hundreds of billions of dollars of savings that they have responsibly set aside in those companies, 
and um, under, uh, we want to know if future earnings on that capital is going to be uh, taxed at this new and devastating 73% rate. Um, very interesting point before I get to a few calls. Uh, for those of you who have read the Globe and Mail this morning, there's an opinion piece by an actuary from the finance minister's old company, Morno Chappelle. And he says that if the liberals are serious about this, about, you know, leveling the tax playing field, uh, the first place they should look is uh, civil servants who participate in the federal public service pension plan. They have a gold-plated pension plan, and by just uh, uh, mitigating uh, the risk of the government on that, they could save $2.5 billion. Uh, Pierre, what do you make of that? A lot of important questions for the for the finance minister to answer. He certainly is creating a double standard. No other class of taxpayers in Canada pays 73% tax on the the investment uh, income that they enjoy, uh, other than small businesses and family farmers. So he is he has singled out a specific class of people for higher taxes and stiffer rules. Rules that will not apply to much wealthier um, executives at bigger publicly traded companies. So I, I'm, I'm very concerned about the new double standard and the damage it will do to our economy. Okay, uh, Pierre, hang on. Let's take uh, a few calls. We've got Jimmy in Toronto. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good, good. Well, um, this is the way it goes. Um, I own some commercial buildings in um, Brampton and Calvin and... Uh, what Trudeau is doing is he's making me richer, and he's making my daughter and other relatives very poor. Uh, it's all a cash grab. He needs money like you wouldn't believe. He's brought in all these new refugees in here. He's got given money away to everybody else. And the small guy loses all the time. I shouldn't even be telling you this, but that's the truth. Okay. Thanks for your call, Jimmy. Bye. We've got Jim in Toronto. Hi, Jim. Hello. Yeah, regarding this um, taxing the small businesses now what are we calling a small business five people a hundred people two thousand people i mean we haven't set the 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 ground rules yet it's it's for people who are incorporated okay uh, incorporated that said though i think you learn this by the time you get to grade 10 when i went to school anyhow that small businesses are the backbone of any free market system uh, economy they employ more people uh, then the huge companies, and uh, like take any big Fortune 500 co- company. That is a fact, and we learned that a long, long time ago. Small businesses, five, six, seven people, they are the driving force. They, they hire the, the, you know, whether it's at minimum wage or whether you, you grow with the company. But if I'm owning a small company and I'm getting hammered because of, uh, uh, of Trudeau, so instead of hiring five people, I'm going to lay off two people, I'm going to have three people working for me. Uh, you know, so now you got somebody on welfare or, so, or unemployment. This is total ignorance of Trudeau. It comes out of his mouth, anyhow, to know that. I, I don't think he knows anything past grade 10 economics. Uh, remember he said uh, the, the budget will balance itself. He is being pushed by these left-wing fraction of the Liberal Party, the anti-capitalist, anti-business, anti-rich, and, and this is uh, just another way of attacking um, hardworking Canadians who are taking, like your uh, guest was saying, who take risks, 
who want to make a better life. But you know what? If you can't make money uh, because the taxes are going to uh, take some of the tax breaks away, then you just don't uh, invest your money. And this go, and then and then uh, medium-sized companies, uh, you know, can they grow? We all know. We all know taxes can kill. Uh, if you monkey with the tax system regarding taking the, taking the, the benefits away, companies just pack up and leave. Okay, Jim. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Bill in Toronto. Hello, Bill. Hi, Libby. You're on the air. Yeah. So let's look at it this way. We got a guy that goes on a quarter of a million dollar vacation at Christmas, right? And th- th- this is the guy that's telling us what how how we need to live our lives. He brings Syrians in here that can't speak English, uh, you know, multiple kids, whatever. Gives them everything, everything, paid for everything. And who's he? Who's he going to punish? Alberta farmers. Um, okay, Bill. Thanks for your call. Really okay, one more. Uh, we've got William in Toronto. Hi, William. I, I agree with your guest that it's a double standard and it's against the law because the law has to be applied equally to everyone across the board, so the double standard cannot exist. Well, they changed the tax laws. I mean, one thing that is definitely true is that our tax laws are incredibly complex. And, uh, you know, the if law they. law has to be applied equally. To the to the big guys on Bay Street and to the farmers uh, in uh, rural uh, uh, where, wherever they are, and and uh, they're not doing so. So the, this is against the law to have the double standard. The law must be applied equally to everyone. Tax we laws are very complicated, and the law is what they pass. I mean, in terms of tax law. So, but, uh, but they're not applying it equally because they say some people can have this and other people cannot have this. So it's against the law. Uh, okay, you can launch the court challenge. <laughs> Not me. I'm just uh, putting forth my opinion. Okay, thanks, William. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, Pierre, uh, we didn't tackle the question of doctors. Um, th- the way this is being characterized, doctors are a central role, and it's, they're being characterized as wealthy doctors. The doctors say they're small business owners, and among other things, uh, they were given the right to incorporate instead of a fee hike. Well, you know, a lot of people incorporate for various reasons, and uh, there really is no harm done by them incorporating. In fact, uh, it is if you're running a business, it makes sense to be to be incorporated. Uh, right now, whether you're a doctor, a pizza shop owner, a dry cleaner. Uh, you have you follow the same rules. Um, the The problem is that Justin Trudeau wants those small businesses to follow stri- stricter rules and pay higher tax rates than uh, a publicly traded Bay Street giant. Um, so, like Bombardier, for example, uh, where where these rules none of these rules will apply. Okay, but what do you think of the particular uh, battle with the doctors? What do you make of that? I don't know anybody who doesn't want to have a family doctor in their community. Um, I do know that uh, the these tax increases are going to make it harder for us to attract doctors into our communities uh, to provide care and services. And I've been speaking with both doctors and their accountants and hearing uh, some alarming news about the uh, availability of a doctor after these tax changes come into a place. Well, well what, what are doctors saying? They're going to pack up and leave? That, or they're going to advise 
current med students whom we're paying to educate to consider setting up their practice elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That uh, doesn't hurt them. It hurts us because, of course, they can. those people who are mobile can make a, a, a good living anywhere in the world. Uh, but we here at home will be without the doctors to provide us with the care we need. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, um, I'm just uh, thinking of the way this is kind of being um, characterized. It's being characterized, oh, oh, those are wealthy doctors, you know, let's make them pay a bit more. So um, I'm just, uh, how do you think that's going over? I don't know, but I think it's just, it's misleading to, to focus on one particular occupation. This will this tax increase will hit Stan the roofer from my riding from Stewart uh, Roofing and, and Insulation. He you know started his business knocking on doors when he was 15 years old, asking people if they'd let him climb on their on their roof and and uh, put in shingles. And now he's, his whole savings plan is thrown into turmoil by this 73% tax on passive income. So I, I, I hesitate to focus on one particular occupation. The government has done that uh, in order to uh, stereotype uh, doctors as the only victims of this tax increase. But people like Stan uh, or Vahid, the owner of this pizza shop from my riding, they, are, they too will be hit by this new tax. Okay. Uh, we're uh, running out of time. Tell me a little bit about how you plan to fight it. Well, we're encouraging everyone who is opposed to these, these tax increases to speak up. Tell, call your MP, pressure them, particularly your liberal MP, pressure them to vote no uh, and to back down from the, uh, from the very damaging uh, tax hikes that they are proposing to, uh, to hit uh, our job creators and our farmers with. Uh, and uh, where we're going to be running advertising, uh, we'll be hammering the government to the House of Commons, and hopefully we'll get them to back down. Okay. And uh, just uh, before we go, um, again, how do you think uh, this is playing out so far? Judging from my Facebook, which I encourage your listeners to join, Pierre Polyev is my name. Uh, I can be found there. Uh, it has been, uh, there have been a very s- strong reaction against these tax increases. And uh, that that is evident in how uh, numerous liberal MPs have been forced to speak out against the government. Mm -hmm. And uh, judging very unscientifically just from uh, our calls in this segment, um, I'd have to agree with you on that. Pierre Polyeva, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm sure that we will be talking about this again. Anytime. Thank you very much for hosting me. Okay, bye-bye. Bye now. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.